Hey, we plugging everybody. <laughs> okay, microphone check one. I, I'm not stealing the Alameda podcast shit later. Um, I kind of went off the banter with that. All right, guess who is back? Culture Academy podcast, episode number 10. Class is in session. 10. This is the double digits, man. It feels good, man. It does feel good, man. Like, it's the double digits. It's like uh, we went from averaging single points a game. Now we're in the double digits. Eventually, we're going to hit the 30 points and win the championship. But, you know, we're almost there. Um, yeah, right now, we just I'm going for rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. And then after that, we're going for MVP, back-to-back titles. Not one, not two, not three, not four. <laughs> okay, let's not get, okay, let's not not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves. All right. We'll start with number one. We won't get on a LeBron shit. But, uh. Yeah, man, we are back, back again at the Academy, the Culture Academy podcast. Like I said, episode number 10. Uh, we are ready to get this started here, man. Uh, how you feeling, bro? I'm feeling good, man. It's good. We're back from break. Uh, happy holidays to everyone out there. Kwanzaa, whatever you're doing, Christmas. What's the other one? Is that it? Yeah, I only know one, and that's Christmas. Huh? Christmas, Kwanzaa. And I feel like we look, look, somebody. don't get offended, but I don't give a fuck about anything else that don't pertain to me. That's just me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not worried about the fucking six candles or whatever that is, man. I need the gifts. But, um, yeah, Mary, just like you said, we had the holiday break, um, you know, Thanksgiving. I uh, hope everybody had a bunch of turkeys, greens, potatoes. Um, you know, shout out to Shirley Caesar. Shirley Caesar, and this is going to play attention to our next topic, that one of the topics we're going to talk about today. Do you know much about Shirley Caesar? I know that she, like, she's a, pre- a preacher and she leads, like, a huge choir. Okay, and that's what I knew. Did you know... Because we're going to talk about Grammys. Shirley Caesar is nominated for a Grammy. For this year's Grammys? Yes. Is it for that song? Shirley, it's for an album. Apparently, she's a gospel uh, person. Shout out to Shirley Caesar. Yeah, man. I was surprised when I read that. I was like, wow, yeah, she's actually in in category for best gospel album with Fill This House record. So a gospel album fill this house. Well, shout out to her, man. Man, shout you out to cannot her get choir. any more better promotion than going viral for what she did. So, um, yeah, man, that was huge. Millions and millions of views, man. And and then think about, you know, everybody, you know, reenactments. It was huge. They had a video with her, you know, and her thoughts about the video. You know, her being a pastor, she said it was a little too much twerking. But uh, it was a good look for her in the, in the choir. Absolutely. And she had just recently came out a few days ago because Snoop Dogg made a remix to one of the joints. And she says that her and the church uh, thoroughly enjoy and approve the Snoop Dogg. So she's keeping her name out there. She's smart. She's like, no, I'm writing this all the way to the Grammys. You go, I gotta girl. This record. You Congratulations go, girl. to Shirley Congratulations, Caesar. man. You know, silent round of applause for you. We don't got enough hands to do that for you. But uh, definitely shout, uh, shout, over, shout over on applause for you. Absolutely. But yeah, man. So. Aside from that, man, like I said, it's going to play into a lot of the um, what we're talking about here, man, as far as the, the, the Grammys. The Grammy nominations. Grammy nominations just came out. Oh, yeah. Now, you, have you seen a, a few of the nominations, right? I've seen the list, but I believe we actually got it right here so we can look at it. I have seen, oh, yes. I have seen some of the nominations, some of the, uh, you know, uh, some of the controversies out there that some of the people are having. Because <laughs> um, you know what the controversy is. You know. You know what the controversy well, okay. is. Speak on it, man. Okay, let, I'll have you speak on it real quick. What was the first thing you thought about when you saw the Grammy nominations? I mean... Like, there was there a name that jumped out to you? Was there any not person that was nominated that just grabbed you by the, you know, grabbed you by the horns, I guess? I thought it was a, I thought it was a, pretty, a, pretty, a pretty thorough list. You thought it was a pretty thorough list. Okay. So there's nothing in this list that surprised you. 
Let me go through the full list. Well, there's a lot of things here. Like I said, I didn't even realize that we would care about. Yeah, we would care about because, like I said, I didn't even realize they do best gospel albums at the Grammys. I mean, yeah, I mean the Grammys is is appreciation of all music, so that's going to be everybody's going to be in it. Appreciation of all music, aka send us a check and we'll nominate you. But um, I mean, but yeah, but now that (laughs) you know, but I think I think during the award show they only have time to do like the major ones though. Yeah, that's everybody else. You get your shit in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit. Hopefully not from UPS. Apparently. No, don't trust UPS with the Don't trust UPS with your shit. Yo, they'll toss your Grammy nomination uh, trophy over the fence. That bitch will be cut in half. Don't trust UPS. All right, man. Like, I'm going to start with what shocked me the most and what everybody was talking about uh, this week as far as what was the most. Now, a lot of these are debatable, but let's talk about the best performance category. Now, nominees are the best performance category. Now, have you seen the have you do you remember most of the list for the best rap performance category? Yeah. But okay. So here's the list. OK, I'm going to start. <laughs> no problem by Chance the Rapper featuring Lil Wayne and 2 Chains. Uh, zero good, problem there. Yeah, zero problem there. It's a good record. Huge record. Pop style. No problem there. OK. Even, you know what? We'll get back. Go, go through the list. <laughs> <laughs> Pop style. All right. All the way up. No problem there. I would I wouldn't think there's no problem because that record was rocking for a long time. If you come out of jail, you put out a banger, it goes to number one. You deserve the Grammy. And, and shout out to Remy Ma because she's, you, the, you she's deserve, the only you, female rapper that was nominated for a Grammy this year. So shout out yo, shout out to Remy Ma really put in bars back where they need to be. No pun intended. I know she just came from behind bars. <laughs> 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 shout out to my shout out Papoose too, man. Yeah, shout out, shout out to you, Remy. You know, just like you said, came from behind bars. Now you're putting out bars. It's ironic the way things work. Grammy nominated. That's what's up. Panda designer. Has to be up there because it was a huge record. But the thing that kind of kills me with the Grammys is uh, is the timing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like so timing. that kind of throws it off, too, because Panda, but that was a huge, huge record, man. That okay, was a worldwide was a record. record. Yeah, you have to give them that, man. That part was Schoolboy Q featuring Kanye West. Good record. Might not be that known of a record. Like the it was a good ones. record. The Grammys knew what they good were record. doing. Okay. Let's talk Panda, man. Let's talk Panda. You now, have an issue with Panda being in there? Well, you know what the topic was, man. Designer is getting nominated for a Grammy before Future. And Designer totally stole Future style. He's going to get the Grammy nod. Before Future. Now, let me preface this by saying, and I know this is the but big he, topic. But Future hasn't had a record that big. Jumpman wasn't a big record. But Jumpman wasn't Future's record. But it still revolved Future. But the, it wasn't Gra- Future's record. Grammy nominations, if, if the artist is associated with that, they're nominated for a Grammy. That's but, why Remy Ma and them are up there but, for but a that's what, but that's what. But that's what I was going to come back to when I said that Pop Style was the record that they chose to nominate. That was Drake. Jay Z and Kanye, right? Well, uh, well, pop style. They they are nominated Drake's other ones for uh, some a lot of his other songs for. But this is talking about best rap performance, and this is why I think we need a category. Are they saying best commercial rap performance? What sold the most? Well, or are I, they talking about actual stage rap performance? Or are they talking about like the actual song itself? Well, well I, well, I think the success of the record has to definitely come into play when you're talking about the best performance. Yeah. So it because 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 you because you can't say. 
Oh, well, what was actually the best? What do you mean, like, when you say, when you when you hear best rap performance, what do you think of when you think of the category? Take the Grammys out of it. If I think of best rap performance, the first thing that pops in my mind is actual on-stage performance. How the record performed. Oh, oh, so you're, you're, so in your mind, it's automatically based on commercial success. It's not based on commercial success. I'm just asking... When you mean, what do you mean best on stage performance? Well, what I'm thinking is best on stage performance. Like how? Like, like how, the best show? Yeah, with the best show. That's what I take it as. As like in like a tour? Show. Like who put on the best like the best show? That's the first thing that popped in my mind. Now, I think they're aiming for commercial. Like, I see how, what how you're does saying. The song like best, the like, like biggest commercial song. Yeah, I think that's where they're That's really for. what it means. And if that is best the case, then it makes sense because Designer's Panda was a commercial success. Best rap performance, translation, biggest commercial success. Yeah, that, that's kind of why, why I take it. Now, uh, again, let me start by saying, when I even start, let me be in the middle by saying, I don't know how much we want to put in the Grammys because it's the fucking Grammys. They fuck up each year. Yeah, every year. Uh, I don't personally watch award shows, but the people are still staying tuned, even though, from what I do understand, the last two years, ratings, ratings are declining. But people but are still tuning in, but so you they're know, still putting but, the product. But, you know, and I'll say this, you know, uh, you know, even us in our humble beginning. It's not really so much even about the. It's not even so much about the win. It's really more so about the nomination. You know that you were. Uh, you know that your peers were looking. You know to honor you in one way or another. But um. But it definitely is. I I definitely saw it did rub a lot of people the wrong way. That um, well, he got nominated before that you, that you can get nominated before future. But um. It was such a huge record, man. I don't know, but uh, I definitely and understand future the beef. Has future, future should future should. I mean, he has the, he has the legitimate right. And even that, I mean, just like I said, Jumpman, if you take Jumpman aside, Future's back in the days, uh, what's that one record he did with, uh, was it Wayne? I'm on that good cushion alcohol. Yeah. Like, I- I'm surprised that records that like that. That was Wayne. I'm, yeah, you're surprised he hasn't even got a nod as like even a feature on somebody. Yeah, not record. even as a feature. He has never been nominated, <laughs> but yet you got Designer who basically stole your whole style. Now, so my thing is, and, and not even, and I'm just going to ask you this just as a, just as a, just as a quick hitter. What does he do as a follow-up? Does he continue to steal the man's... Is that just continue to use the man's I think it style? Is. I think it is. Because if you heard his second record, Timmy Turner, uh, his second single that they put out there, he was taking the whole style. His whole album is basically that style. The problem is... I wanted... Wow, the niggas who picked him up, they they had balls. Yeah, and you, you know what my biggest, pro- my biggest problem is with that is um, it, it's not the people who picked him up. The people who picked him up are smart. Yeah, they have right. balls. That's yeah. what I'm saying. They have balls. Yeah, definitely. They I don't know if they're smart. Balls. They're smart now, but you have balls to cut to come out to come to a to come and have the balls to put out another artist who sound not a little bit like <laughs> exactly, exactly like an artist who is popping right now. That takes balls. I don't know. I don't know if that point if if you, you're they were one move away from being either the smartest guys in the room or the dumbest guys in the room, and it just happened to work out for them. Now, what happened if that record comes out in bombs? Now let me ask you too. You look like an idiot. I, I was. I'm not sure, but wasn't designer signed to Kanye West's Good Music after the success of Panda? Like once Panda started popping off. Uh, I mean, they, I mean, they were always uh, they were working, you know. And uh, but once it really started working, you know, Kanye, you know, went so ahead Kanye and said, "Sign, like sign, right here. I got you. Don't worry about that." Yeah, he looks like a genius at this point. Yeah, yeah, Kanye, you know. But you know, it's the climate. That's what I'm saying. You're right. They do have balls for doing that, but it's also the climate. Because 10 years ago, you wouldn't get away with that shit. They wouldn't even thought about doing that. They were that. crucifying Jay-Z for stealing Young Chris's type of flow. And Jay-Z modified it. He didn't even do a blatant steal. It was kind of like, I'm stealing your flow. 
and I'm going to modify it and make it a little bit better. It wasn't a blatant one. This is a blatant jack of a whole yeah, when style. J- yeah, when Jay-Z did it with, with, with Chris, you didn't really even know. Only true hip-hop heads really caught it, and then they exposed it to the rest of the culture. But, yeah, I like the way that you said that. He really didn't take it. He kind of he kind of morphed it, you know. He put it. He put he put a little bit of a little steroid juice in it. Now you also uh, you also said like you're surprised that the um, you know the record that they put for Drake Pop Style was up there. Yeah, I was surprised it did Pop Style considering the success of one you know of one dance. I would have thought that they would have did that in that particular slot. Um, but I'm but it got nominated, I believe, elsewhere though. Um, well, that's also what I was going to say. Are you surprised that they? Okay, this is my problem with award shows too. Because they also they have that was that category that I just read you was best rap performance. They have a category for best rap slash sung performance. So you know, either singing it or you know combination, kind of like uh, one of the records that's up here, Beyonce, Kendrick Lamar, Freedom, Freedom. Uh, that was a rap slash sung performance. They have Hotline Bling up there. You know my. Hotline Bling came out in like 2014. Are they still rocking with that record? Am I wrong? Did that? I, I, yeah, I, but you have to. But that we we got a win of that record way before it before he did it commercially though. So you have to remember that the Grammys, more so to your point, that's why I was, that's why that's why I brought that up earlier. Like the timeline of the Grammys always throws me off. I don't understand how they nominate records that sometimes seem to be a year, year and a half old. But then yet also nominate a record that just came out like a month ago. So I'm like, I, I don't understand the timeline for the Grammys. And I think that, um, you know, award shows are cool. I don't really put, put much weight in them. The, uh, the charts and the people that you know what's really going on in the streets and what's really going on in the music world anyway. Not really, you know, the awards they're handing out. Now, let's talk about this one final. And I, like, like you said, I don't want to get too much into these award shows because I'm not going to be tuning in. You know, whatever happens, happens. Uh, people get snubbed all the time. It happens. Um, best rap album. Here's kind of, and I'm not surprised that they put these here. I'm surprised about one name, and I'll tell you which name. They have Chance the Rapper Coloring Book. Okay. Good album. Great album, actually. Major Key, DJ Khaled. Okay, Khaled. Yo, shout out to Khaled, man, because Khaled worked and grinded for a long time to get to every, to get to where he's at now. And everything he's getting... He definitely deserves and he and and uh, you know shout out to Khaled man I like what he's doing came a long way from uh Fifty Cent sending the goons into your mom's corner store in Miami uh to doing what you're doing but you know definitely big shout out to you Khaled shout out to my man shout out to my man Josh for always being petty <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Fifty for being petty shout out to Fifty for always being petty son too. like that would end the beef for me like if I was beefing with somebody and they came up to my mom's work and they videotaping it the beef is over at that point I think the beef did end after that um. Okay, so we had DJ Khaled, Major Key. Views <laughs> by Drake. No surprise there. It's fucking Drake. Right. Six million, man. Yeah, six even six though million. The views was not a great album, in my opinion. He's still up there. The Blank Face LP by Schoolboy Q. Okay. I'm surprised the Grammy got a lot of love for Schoolboy. I'll be honest. But that's what I happened. I mean, but Schoolboy had a huge, Black huge, Hippie. huge following, man. Like, on the low, man. A lot of people love Schoolboy, man. Yeah, definitely. He got a dedicated following. So, and I like Schoolboy, too. I love him. So, uh, you know, that's good Life of Pablo by Kanye West. No surprise there. Facts, man. That was a good album, man. Here's my surprise. De La Soul and the Anonymous Nobody. Really? De La yes. Shout out to De La Soul, Definitely man. shout out to De La Soul. But okay, wow. let me ask you something Fantastic. as a hip-hop head. Have you heard that new record by De La Soul? I haven't even heard one cut from it. 
It's a, it's a good record. It's a good record. I'm surprised it's up there, especially when you're talking about I'm not surprised because when was the last time they dropped the record before this one? Okay, but that would bring on my next point. If you got DLI Soul up there, then why isn't the tribe up there, man? Ooh, yeah. That's a good, that's a good, that's a very good controversy to have. Cause you know Kanye, I mean Kanye West Drake, you're gonna be up there. But if I could take one album out of that list, obviously my personal opinion, I would take views because I don't think it's better. Yeah, you could take ones. out views. But they're gonna put Drake up there. Okay. But, I'm surprised Schoolboy Q is up there over Tribe Called Quest. In the Grammys' eyes. In my eyes, Schoolboy should be up there. But in the Grammys' eyes, if you're going to put De La Soul, then it just makes sense for you to put Tribe. Tribe hasn't dropped an album Yeah, you well. can't do one without the other. That's a good point. Shame on you, Grammys. Open up. Put more nominees. You can put as many nominees in there as you want. You can only have one win anyway. Yeah, man. And, and the, you know, the rest of this shit is... Uh, yeah, we don't care about the rest of this yeah, shit. Yeah, pretty weak, uh, you know, best Latin album, you know. I don't give a fuck about that. I might, I might check out. I might check out J Lo's dress. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> God damn! Well, all my Latinos, I just be honest with you. Um, they have a best Latin jazz album. I've never even fucking heard Latin jazz. But Latin jazz, get the fuck out of here! No disrespect to my Latin jazz artists yo, no, out there. Yo, yo, all day, man. That that's some fucking. That's a Grammy category right there. A Latin jazz category. Yeah, that's yo, some fucking shit fucking for your ass. Shit. Get the fuck out of here. All right, man, but yeah, like I said, the Grammy was no surprise. I was still more surprised with the whole Future situation and and, and Future. Um, let's let, let's get Future the Grammy nomination. God damn it! Future and, apparently was throwing shade at designer uh, recently, which you know what? I, a while back, uh, Fonte. It's too late uh, to be throwing shade now. That's you you, you should have threw shade when the record came out. That's what I'm saying. I thought Fonte from Little Brother had the best response ever when he first heard. Uh, Panda, this is before Designer was really taken off, and he he basically said that, hey, Future, you know what you should do? You should go out every show and start your performance with Panda just to throw shade at him. Uh, but, you know, now now he's kind of throwing shade, but, you know, it is what it is. So, yeah, Grammys, as always, war shows. You guys are out here fucking up. Um, you guys should let other people do the, the, the award shows. I am surprised that they did not since they wanted to just throw Hotline Bling in there, since apparently the BT Hip Hop Awards has been nominating 2014 Forest Hills Drive for the last two years, they didn't throw him up there as far as J. Cole. But, um, I'm going to talk, man. You know what? I mean, you know, the Grammys, I think they'd be doing this shit on purpose just, just to add controversy for people to kind of, you know, to add a buzz around the show. Because every year they always doing something that get the people in an uproar. But, um, but as far as you know, well, it's not pure music, anyways, because they the labels have a deadline to submit music to the Grammys, and if they don't do it, then they won't even get a nomination. So that tells you right there that it's not about music, because if you're hearing the music, you nominate them regardless. You don't need a label to send you music that you already hear. I mean, yeah, that's true. So you know, like you say, you really can't put too much stock in the award shows. But I know for damn sure that if I'm future. If I ever see designer in the streets, bro, I'm going to check his pockets because, dude, you took my style, you ran with it, and has he even paid homage to Future yet once? I, I has he acknowledged to taking the man's style once? I don't think so. And the problem is that's gonna that really is going to threaten Future because at some point the sound is going to be oversaturated and it's going to be because of designer. But as a true artist, you know what Future can do now? He can reinvent himself. Which he will do, and, he, and he'll reinvent himself because you you know you can take you can take my style, but you can't copy my ideas. So exactly. if you got more ideas, and that an artist, he gonna come out and he gonna switch it up. And I don't respect that designer shit, man. You, no. I don't respect it at all. It's not it's not culture cool. 
And I think at the end of the day, the, the coach is going to come. The coach is going to come back, and, he, and he's going to be. He won't be here in a couple of years. Yeah, he won't. And in future, uh, he's an incredible artist. He's a credible songwriter. So he'll he'll eventually figure it out. He should just roll up on designer um, and just hit him with his own shit. You know, take out take out the fucking the pistols and give it to him. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I just don't. I just don't see. I just don't see how them dudes really. If you and designers from New York, this, yeah, designers from New York. How the hell do you be from New York and you sound like that? <laughs> That's that what that, a, that 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 should be the topic right now. How in the hell are some of these dudes coming from out of, coming from these places and embracing? A, they're not even embrace. They're embracing a whole nother region's style of music and not even looking at the history and homage in their own in their own state. Yeah, but I think that's more label shit because you still got rappers in New York. Shout out to Dave. Ain't East. Fetty Wap from like Jersey? Fetty Wap is from Jersey. What the hell is going on? We need somebody. Shout out, shout out my guy Davies, man. Yeah. Try, try to restore order. D- Davies is the try savior. to restore the savior. He's a savior. Leading yo. the fight up there for them niggas, man. Shout out my guy Davies, man. Because these guys, that just really got me thinking. Like, because I was about to say, how was how designer running around Atlanta? You, you know what? You know what the problem is? Um, is. These young kids in New York, they don't respect the Tims, man. They don't respect the Tims. They don't respect the language B. Like, they, they fucking up the style. They just fucking up the style up there. But they still stylish in their own way like the young kids. But I feel like what's happening all across, you know, just in the culture period is that, you know, um, the roots is what's really getting lost. Like, you can still... You can still have put your new spin on it, you know, with the new with the new kids. I like the new... You know, I like the new kids. Some of the new kids is fire. I like what they're doing. But some of it is just like, you know, a boogie with the hoodie. I got that bag <laughs> on me. I got that bag on me. Hey, man, shout out. Like I said, man, when I think of New York, I think of Tim's. So and and you know what? The authenticity of rap is what pisses me off, too. Right. Because you remember back in our age, right? The age of the 90s, the two early 2000s. You had to be truthful with your lyrics for us to fuck with it. Like, yeah. I can't rock with no bullshit. Yeah. Panda, I got broads in Atlanta. And then the song comes out and he says, I've never been to Atlanta. And if you don't get the fuck out of here with that shit, man. Man, even before that, man, I'm not even talking. Let's even, this one always stuck with me. It was a huge record a couple years ago. And it always stuck with me when he did the interview. I woke up in a Bugatti. And they asked Ace Hood if he owned one. And he said, no. Oh, man. It's a mindset. I said, what the hell does that mean? It's a mindset. I woke up in the Bugatti. It's a mindset. Hey, I got that mindset the all fuck? the time, and I ain't wake up. I ain't in wake the up in shit. God damn, fooling the people. There is, a, you know what? There was a point in time where you had to be on, where you had to be very um authentic with your rhymes, and if not, they would come check you. Oh yeah, they would come check you on that shit, right? Yeah, and that times don't exist no more. That was that. That's when hip hop was interesting. When it was like every day was a was a soap opera. Niggas, you know what I'm saying? Niggas was getting into it, you know, running around, but. We need to send the bat signal in the air and have these people that used to check people back. We want the old 50. We need the old 50. We, we need, need the old beans. We need the old gatekeepers back. We need you, Beans. We need you to be the Broad Street bully again. Facts. Facts. We, we need you back, Beans. Right? I like that, man. I like that. I'm telling you, man. I'm about to just send a giant-ass Batman symbol in the air and just expect these cats to come out there and check them. But yeah. Um, yeah, man. But, you know. 
and you know, we were talking about a little bit of what I said earlier as far as like the hip hop awards and not nominating J. Cole. J. Cole comes out with a new album by the time this drops would be tomorrow, December 9th. Cole drops a new surprise album. I'm excited, man. You know, I'm excited somewhat, but I'm tired of the surprise albums, though. I got to plan my budget around your $10 CD, son. Don't be be coming up like a week before talking about I'm dropping a new album. I got to I got to I got to make sure I have I got to make sure I have my a weed sack to listen to your album. I'm saying I got to go out there and fucking light candles, take off my shoes. Yeah, Yeah, but my thing is, uh, but but that's just a style. It's it's, it's just a phase. Uh, They'll get back to scheduling their releases. And, and and everything in order will, will be restored because they, they, they will started this years ago like two years ago and yeah still and, doing and it. drake too because drake did it with if you're, if you're reading this is too late that was a huge huge success so everybody's doing it but at some point you know um i think it's more of a um it's more of a fad uh it'll, it'll stick around people will still drop music unannounced but at some point you're gonna want to get back you know i believe you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna start structuring shit you're always gonna do the opposite of what's popping so if what's popping is dropping shit randomly, then it'll be back to what's popping was, you know, maybe I won't plan it out and say, hey, my album's coming out in six months. You know, they might be like, all right, well, my album's coming out, something similar to what he did, you know, three weeks. And that's pretty a pretty quick turnaround time for a record to come out. But look at how quick singles are getting popping. Singles can get catch fire in a week. That's true, but you know what? You have to be a certain level of big to actually. Yeah, do that only established artists is doing that. Yeah, you, you you can't be an underground artist and suddenly drop. People don't give a fuck. They be like, oh shit, I suddenly drop. I don't, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. That might, yeah. that, might, that, might that might get you two more views. Congratulations, <laughs> <laughs> you got your three downloads. It might get you two more views. Um, yeah, man, but his album's coming out uh, for your eyes only. Now, okay, let me just say we talked a while back about beef being back in hip hop. That was when a lot of other shit was going on. Love it, J Cole. Coming out and dissing fools, right? Let me say I'm conflicted. I'm tired of the handshakes before the basketball games. I I am too, but let me start by saying I'm conflicted. And you want to know why I'm conflicted? Why? It's because, okay, let me start by saying I was never a big J. Cole fan until I heard 2014 Forest Hills Drive. To me, that's probably one of the best albums in the last 15 years. That album was incredible. Like it was a great classic. Put it in the vault. Top to bottom, that album was great. Put it in the vault. And, and And he did it all by himself. Yeah. And right? that, that made me a cool fan. He had no features. Uh, and he actually went double platinum. Not Tri- only the first one to go platinum, he went double, double platinum. platinum. Triple threat, man. That guy, J. Cole, is a triple threat. And he's a heavyweight in hip-hop. Facts. Here's music. my problem. Heavyweight music. music. And here's my problem with J. Cole. I don't mind that you're coming out and doing this stuff as far as dissing rappers. I think dissing people's great. Dissing people's a, great. I love yeah. it. Don't give Everybody fuck. loves the road session. And it wasn't like dissing, like, I'm going to roll upon you with the choppers. I, I'm going to kill your mother, rape your girl. It wasn't nothing yeah, crazy. Yeah, it wasn't nothing about I'm going to kidnap your daughter and stab your dog. No. I, what was about leaving condoms in your baby seats? Oh, shit. Shout out to Jay-Z. Shout out to my guy. Just had a birthday, by the way. And Nas is hanging out with his ass. Nas, man, you a yeah, yeah, bigger I don't man a, I, I, don't, I don't want to hear shit about it's competitive. Fuck you, okay? Fuck you, you, you for a life. You're a big man to me, Nas. Fuck you for life, okay? Nas, Nigga, Jones, you're a great man. <laughs> but I, I have a problem with him, <laughs> him doing this stuff and actually not responding to people and what i mean by that is okay so we're talking about the new records that he did he did two records he did everybody dies and false prophets false prophets he came out uh kanye west and more or less said hey you were my idol at one day we obviously see you need help and now you're falling from grace that's pretty much the entire record but i mean but we done talked about this on podcast before uh asking you know is kanye kind of you know falling from grace is he losing it is he hurting his place in hip hop, I of course said no. This is all ridiculous 
And I, of course, uh, thoughts, said yes. You know, he, yeah, yeah, you definitely crucified the man. But uh, laughing at his demise, by the way, I'll point out, uh, you can pull the records on that, laughing at his demise. Hey, I'm going to laugh on his demise. You want to know why? Eating popcorn, may I add, quotes, eating, pop, you eating popcorn, <laughs> quotes, all that. You want to know why I'm laughing at his demise? Is because of the fact that um, I, I, I think, honestly, that he just made up this whole mental exhaustion bullshit. Because of the fact that um, he didn't want to do the rest of the tour and he wanted an excuse to not pay the venues for the, basically setting up these tours. So basically, you feel like show. he went and pulled the I'm going to use the insurance policy and get paid to do nothing. Dude, that's, you know, I agree exactly. Shout out to Joe Budden on I'll Name Your Podcast later. I agree exactly what he said on his podcast. That's some rich people shit. I'm in the hospital because of exhaustion. That is some rich people shit. That, that's some rich people shit. So get your ass and not be in a Gatorade, goddamn it! Get that, on stage, get <laughs> on stage, goddamn it! Came was uh, uh, was him canceling the tours, and then after that, there was reports that he's gonna have to owe money back, and then the very next day, he's in the hospital for exhaustion. Well, the, well, the original reason why he had to extend the tour out was because they had basically said that he didn't generate the money that he thought he would because he wanted to have that crazy ass floating platform that that was really eating into the budget of the tour. So that's kind of why he had to extend it was to make those extra dollars back. So I can see kind of, you know, to your point that if he was already kind of wanting to, he didn't kind of want to shut the tour down, then he had to extend it to kind of, you know, bring in that extra revenue. And then he probably had one of his Jewish lawyer friends in his ear say, hey, buddy, you know, we have this insurance policy if you if you holler sick, you know. But shout out to Kanye. Man. I'm not going to hate on that nigga shit. You, if you got the insurance policy take and they paying out, take it, man. Take shit. it, take it. Just like you did with the ring. That magically, you know, y'all got the insurance policy on that too. And, you know, we're talking about this happened in Paris, one of the most uh, surveillant, one of the most, you know, vigilant cities in the world. At they, a hotel. Where at a hotel. Come on. Cameras. Yeah. The, the, the concierge opened the door. Of course. Yeah. Right, Kim. I'm sure. And you just showing them where all the goods are at. Come on. But that's a topic for another day. That is a topic for another day. But they're just talking about that. Is uh, the reason I say that to say this. So he goes on uh, False Prophets. He talks about Kanye West. He goes at the newer rappers with little in their names as far as the Everybody Dies joining. He actually goes at a lot of the freshman class. Here's right. my problem. You start this shit on records. And you do it for album sales, which I don't give a fuck if you do it for albums. I think that's weak. Oh, they're doing it for album sales. So what? He knows he's doing it for albums. But you don't respond. And what I mean by that is, uh, like, for example, okay, Fire Squad on 2014 Forest Hills Drive. Right. He came at Iggy Zelly and Eminem. He basically said that the you know white people are trying to take our sound, and he named them by names. Right. And everybody had an exception with him making and taking Eminem's name, which I did too, because Eminem is a great rapper. Eminem would have been a great rapper whether or not he's black or white. Now, does Eminem sell more records because he's white? Absolutely. I wait. Wait. Stop. I'll say this: Eminem, Eminem is a great rapper whether he's black or white. Now. Eminem, and I will say this 100% with fact, well, not with facts if we don't know, but 100% belief, and you really couldn't tell me any different, if M would have came in with that same style and his skin color would have been black, it would not have worked the same way it worked because he was white. See, I don't agree with that. I do agree. Style was I'm so Slim unique. Shady. Yes, I'm the Slim Shady. If a nigga would have came in rapping like that, it could have been the most fire shit, but the concept wouldn't have worked. No, you're talking about the name. Slim Shady. I'm, no, I'm just talking about just like the whole concept of what he was. Because he, he was he was still a package deal as well as a rapper. You know what I'm saying? See, like 50, like 50 Cent would, 50 Cent, the concept of 50 Cent would have worked if any black man would have played it. But it wouldn't have worked if a white guy got shot, you know, nine times and 
still had the same flow. Like, See, that's what I'm saying. Like, agree, like, I, like the I don't shit agree that, with that because of the time that Eminem came out. That's, so, so you believe that a black dude could have rapped about, you know, uh, uh, you know, high kids. Do you like Primus? Want to see me stick nine inch nails to each one of my eyelids? Absolutely. And, and, and it really would have been a success a- just, absolutely just of, the same? Because there's two things. Number one, well, there's two big things here. Number one, I don't want to get sidetracked, but number one, that was an entirely different style that nobody ever experienced with. And number two, but I think that his color worked. Him having that style and him being white worked. worked. I think if no, he would have been the same style, I think if he would, I think if it would have been the same style in African American or Latino, I don't think it really would have worked at all. I see. I think it would have. And you uh, wonder why? Because right, right, why Eminem? If you actually read up on a lot of a lot about him um, in the <clears> past, <throat> he was getting overlooked because he was white when he first came out. It was more of an obstacle than help. He said that Dr. Dre would have lost his career if this shit didn't work out. The labels were like, "You signing this white guy? That's crazy. Why are you signing this white guy?" Now, had he been black. He he's a great rapper. So regardless of what it is, Eminem is fucking nasty. So no, he, no, no. I, and he was in a time when yeah, the lyrics it was, it was, it, 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 it was an all-time great. You can't take that away from him at all. But I definitely and I and I definitely uh, didn't know that I could that he was definitely uh, uh you know that Dre really thought it was more of a uh, more of a uh, long shot than anything else. But kind of just looking at it and just and that's just my opinion. The way that he. Because he is a great rapper. Not saying that even if his skin color would have been black and he rapped the same, that he still would have been on, lyrically still would have been phenomenal. But I just I just really find it odd that if he would have came in with that style being black. I just couldn't imagine a black person rapping like that. It's just, well, a black person did rap like that. Who, not necessarily talking mm-hmm. about the crazy thing, but if you, Eminem actually uh, stole his entire rap flow from Master Ace. The only difference is Master Ace was not talking about headless dogs and shit. But if you listen, <laughs> if you listen to Master Ace, he raps exactly like Eminem because Eminem took his whole style. But that's neither here nor there. What I'm talking about is uh, on the Fire Squad record. So he comes at Eminem. Slaughterhouse. Royce comes out with the record. But that's not Eminem, though. But Royce comes out with the record and addresses J. Cole. Don't matter. And says... You diss Marshall after you copy his whole reference. Like, my niggas won't come up to the studio and spray the shit and bosky out your whole, with a firing squad and bosky out your whole session. So he comes out with that. Now, J. Cole, now you're talking about it's not Eminem. Let's talk about somebody he who felt offended by it most recently. Wale okay. came out with a record against J. Cole. I don't think J. Cole's going to respond. I don't so at this point, it's kind of like a bully. It's like, I'm going to say a bunch of shit, but I'm not going to engage nobody. Which I don't like that. Because to me, if you're coming out with a record and you're saying you're throwing all these names, then you better be open to the competition to it. Like but if- see, but maybe but maybe that's the thing. The strongest way to send the message is by not saying anything. So maybe he's saying, like, what you coming at me with is not even worth. Say something that's really going to shake me up to respond to you directly. But I can understand him not saying nothing to Royce because that's like saying, you know, uh, if, um, if somebody were to diss Jay-Z, and Memphis Bleak responds, I ain't saying shit to Bleak, nigga. I'm waiting for your boss to say something. But see, that's a different, that's a different era. Because when Ja Rule was beefing with, uh, it's not a different era. When Ja Rule was beefing with the entire, uh, uh, Shady Aftermath at that time, Proof came out with a diss record against Ja, and Ja addressed Proof pretty much in half of a whole diss record. He was talking about Proof. And Proof was in D12, which was not Eminem or 50 Cent. I, I I don't I'm not gonna I don't have any. And you don't have to do a whole record, but I, at least address somebody. You know, you, you say throw him a jab. I mean, I'm, I'm a big I'm a big fan of the strongest way to send a message is to not to say nothing to nobody. Then don't come out with a record like that. 
<laughs> you see what I'm saying? But, I don't, I don't, but then you can't get mad. Because at here's it. why. The people he addressed are not the ones. Like, but okay, the people so he, he addressed. about people like Little Yachty and um, 21 Savage and all these did, people. Did he address Wale in the record? He didn't address Wale. So then the why did Wale respond? Wale is just fucking an idiot. So. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't really address Wale. But let's say somebody that he did address. So right? what if Yachty like, responds? You think J. Cole should go back at him? That's what I'm saying. He's setting himself up that way. But I, he he addressed. Let's say somebody he addressed who's actually probably the best person on the freshman list, which is Little Dicky. If Little Dicky responds, should what J Cole come at Little Dicky? Because Little Dicky got bars. Dicky does. I like Little Dicky. He's he's he, he's good. And for so people, and for sure, people who try to say that you know he he definitely uses elements of M, like understandably so. He was definitely probably inspired by him. But Dicky has his own little style, and and he's definitely dope. So if Dicky was to come at Cole, would I expect Cole to respond? Yes, I would. God damn it. Yeah, I, I would expect you to respond. Could you could you bring up a good point as I kind of think about it? You can't keep ducking and running from everybody who you talking shit about. If you're talking shit, you have to be able to you have to be susceptible to take it and then turn around and dish it back out. Because wasn't that a real big issue with me? Oh, with me? Oh, shit. I, I hate to keep beating on, but but wasn't that a big issue with that? Like you didn't respond. So how come they're killing me for not responding? But then you letting other niggas get a pass. In my opinion, and this is just my opinion, if uh, if J. Cole, he obviously says something about M. If M comes at J. Cole, it's not going to be good for J. Cole. So he's taking these huge risks. Any person that the Great White Hype comes at, it's not going to be good for you. Yeah, and the Great You're going to see a drop in your album. And, and the Great White Hype hasn't really uh, stuck it to nobody in quite some time. So he's kind of overdue. Yeah, he is. I mean, the last person he killed was fucking Nick Cannon. Like, goddamn. Nick Cannon never picked up a microphone again aside from doing Wild and Out. <laughs> he, he, he ain't rapping after that one. No, it was over. He was definitely wilding out when he came at him. Yo, I, I swear, man. Like, the great white hype has... He transcended the game. He, he didn't raise the bar. He probably raised it, like, two levels. Oh, he definitely did. Um, and then, you know, like I said, shout out to J. Cole, man. His album comes out, uh, I believe it's called For Your Eyes Only. It comes out tomorrow. And I'm going to peep it. I'm going to get it. And I know that this is not on the docket, but I got to say this, man. Shout out to the locks. To the locks. What's up with the locks, man? Dropping the album. Oh, they dropped the joint? They're dropping the album. Yeah, the locks is about to drop one. Uh, oh, they also. signed to um, Rock Nation, actually, right? I believe they just signed to Rock Nation. If they did, that's a very good look for them, man. Shout out to Locks, man. Actually, Jada Kiss was in town. He uh, did a performance in uh w- in Orlando with uh, yeah, Fabulous, him and Fabulous, the, uh, the Freddie the versus, fa- Jason, the Freddy tour. versus Jason tour. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to uh to the Kiss, man. But yeah, I'm excited about the new Lock City. I mean, maybe if De La Soul got nominated for a Grammy, they'll be next when they drop this record. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been 16 years since the Locks released their last album. Uh, we are the Streets. Uh, that's about to change. You know, they did just sign a new deal with uh, Rock Nation, and they're gonna be dropping that uh, that new album, "Filthy America Is Beautiful." So I'm excited for that, man. Hey, and fuck you, Puffy, for killing the locks, man. He killed the locks. He tried yo, to make them go pop style. And that yo, I, I, I'm gonna find the soundbite with them niggas when they was up there. I think it was they was up there at either Hot 97 or Power. I think it was Hot 97 with Flex, and they was uh. And they was that's when they that was at the height when they had the beef with Puff. And this nigga Jadakiss said, "Yo, New York, if you see this nigga Puff walking the streets, push a refrigerator on him off the top of the Empire State <laughs> Building." <laughs> y'all, y'all been finding clips of that interview where they was uh, going shout in on that nigga. If that was a, uh, um, you know, just like you said, Hot ninety seven. Shout out to Hot ninety. They have a bunch of classic joints. Uh, 
They got the camera on Curtis uh, call. Curtis. Curtis. They got the camera on Curtis. Curtis. They have the Nas going at Jay Z. I mean, they they have a whole bunch of. Yeah, yeah. We gonna, we gonna, we gonna have to. We gonna. I think we gonna have to put that on the uh, on the docket to do for a future show, man. Just some of the most classic beef moments. Not just the classic beefs, but the classic beef moments in hip hop that really was hilarious. Now let's talk about since we're talking about Hot 97, let's talk about the counterpart who is more popular right now, which is Power 105. We're right, right. Power 105 is killing it. What's going on with your boy Charlemagne, man? Charlemagne. Dunce of the week. <laughs> yo, you give yo, God damn. He gave himself the donkey today. So you know you dunce of the week. On top of him. Jesus Christ. Gotta drop the dunce on top of him. Fucking Charlemagne, man. And what then do you also feel about that. If everybody's not aware of what we're talking about, there's this uh She's she's not much older than I am, bro. I think she's like twenty four. This twenty yeah, she's our age. Yeah, twenty four year old uh, Tom, uh, Tommy Lauren. First of all, I don't even respect no female named Tommy. Let's just get out of the way. But Tommy Lauren uh, coming out with her racist views that she's apparently very popular for because she's getting sixty million views, fifty million views, forty million views on these videos that she's yeah, doing. man. So a lot of people apparently share her same views. And she's getting, she's doing a press run for this shit. So she went on the Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Shout out to Trevor Noah. I do enjoy his show. Uh, Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Now, she starts talking these race topics. And basically, she's stating that the Black Lives Matter music movement is a terrorist movement. Uh, you know, if I came out, she, she said things like this in the past. If I came out with things like all whites matter, would I be racist? She doesn't right. understand the difference between culture and skin color. When Trevor Noah asked her about that, she says, I don't see race. Yeah, she's full of shit. I don't see race. And Trevor Noah hit her with probably the best one-liner of the year, which is, he says, I don't see color. I don't see race. He says, you don't see color. What do you do at stoplights? Dog. <laughs> Trevor Noah, you are savage as fuck, savage. man. <laughs> savage as fuck. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, and then she was supposed to go. I'm gonna on the use that on somebody, yo. What do you do <laughs> yeah. with stoplights? Yo, it's just like I told you off air, man. The um, the excuse I don't see color it has become the new. I can't be racist. I have friends who are black. That, yeah. That's what that is. I have the token black friend. Yeah. So that's what that is nowadays. So how do you feel about the? I guess the reverse racism that Charlemagne would is currently feeling. I guess you could say from his own community who feels that he is, um, you know selling out or uh cooning around you know rubbing elbows you know maybe a little bit too much with the establishment well let's talk about Charlemagne because he was supposed to interview Tommy Lauren was supposed to go on the breakfast club uh for an interview and they ended up pulling the plug yeah, as and, they should have that would probably been a bad look yeah especially against Charlemagne especially against Charlemagne uh but Charlemagne basically came out and he says that hey I want to get her on because I want I enjoy her views on things. I want to have the conversation. You can't be blind to it. You have to have the conversation. I agree with that. You can't just say somebody's racist and don't listen to what they have to say. You do have to have that conversation because it's time to educate somebody. But when he came out recently, he gave himself the donkey of the day for this. Yep. Is by saying, I wish that a black uh, person or a Latino person would use their social media platform and power the same way as Tommy Lauren. So he talks like nobody has ever done this. Like, there hasn't been a lot of minorities who've taken their social media platform and done big things and even helped communities. So, he sounded like a fucking moron, and he admitted he sounded like a moron. He did moron. sound like a moron. He definitely, that was a lapse in judgment. I think that he would want to have that moment back. Um, but you think he's selling out? I, I do think to a certain extent that um, 
that he sells out to the establishment on certain issues. Because even like, yeah, he's, he's all saying, yeah, I want to have her on the show, but he don't want to talk about how they got caught rubbing elbows at, at dinner. Like, you know what well, I'm saying? Well, he invited her to dinner. So at the end of the day, you still, you want to play, you want to play Billy Badass when it's time to be, you know, Charlemagne on the Breakfast Club. You're going to ask her the tough racist questions, but then you out here basically still politicking just like they're doing on, you know, just like they're doing on Capitol Hill. Republicans and Democrats, yeah, I hate you during nine to five, but then at six o'clock, let's go get a beer. But so you see, can't, can't really politic both ways. For that, though. And the reason why not is because even on Trevor Noah's show. After and you know what? God damn it. Fuck that. You cooning around because you fucking lighten your skin. <laughs> God damn it. You fucking lighten your goddamn skin. nigga. Hey, man, leave him alone, man. I don't know if he's bleaching or not. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you was bleaching. You was definitely bleaching, bro. But according to him, it's good diet. So, uh, you know, it looks like you've been having a good diet lately, bro. Nah, I've been light skin, baby. <laughs> nah, but, um, you know, I, I won't say that to him for going out to dinner because when it when they cancel an interview, he says, I'm going out to dinner. So it wasn't like he got caught. He said on the no, air. No, no, I'm, I'm not saying that. also, saying Trevor that, Noah gave her cupcakes after the show. So. I mean, you got to feed them. You got to feed them while they're there anyway. <laughs> I, I, I understand that. But at the end of the day, and I don't really have a problem with either one of them, but I do feel, you know, Charlemagne, you know, is definitely cozying up, you know, to the wider side of America. And I'm not knocking him for that because, you know, you got a family you got to feed and things of that sort. But, you know, we, we see through you, you know. I'm going to be 100% honest. Um, I think that the problem here for me is the fact that they're trying to give. You should not give somebody a platform that doesn't deserve it. Like, I, I agree with shit that. Aside from be racist and, you know, talk about all these ignorant views. And you're bringing her to a bigger platform to express those same ignorant views. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't get why people do that. All publicity is good publicity. So, like, again, the best way to really, the best way to really ignore her is to not, it's to send, is to not respond. Yeah, and it was clear. It's not like they need to have that discussion. I agree that we do need to have discussion with people who are racist, but she had that discussion on Trevor Noah, and she sounded like a fucking moron. So and, I don't think. And I also, and I also think that, you know, to, to your point with that, that Power 105 is really just trying to capitalize off of, the ratings that she got from being on with Trevor. It was a trendy topic at the time. Oh, let's get her on since this just happened. They were trying to catch it, you know, a flash in the pan uh, for their ratings also. But um, I wonder, that bitch is just crazy, bro. Yeah, she's definitely. She's definitely crazy. Um, yeah, but like, but like I said, though, man, um, you know, and you know, talk about Charlamagne because he's been involved even more than that. Uh, <laughs> plug it, our boy Soldier. Oh shit, plugging the incense in around here. Um, our boy, our boy, uh, Soldier Boy, man, came out Charlamagne because Charlamagne, uh, the Breakfast Club, they played the uh, Shia LaBeouf freestyle. Hey, Shia man, shout my boy Shia having bars. He's got the bars, but no flow. But no he's flow. <laughs> he's got the bars. Uh, you know, so he plays a record. He plays. <laughs> he plays a record. Uh, fuck you. He plays a record, and Shia LaBeouf is dissing like Soldier Boy and these other rappers. Shout out to Shia LaBeouf and got some balls. I know he's a rat. And then Soldier Boy gets mad at him, and then comes that Charlemagne. Why is Soldier Boy still relevant? I I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to figure this shit out. What is he doing? Soldier Boy also has beef with uh somebody else from Quavo from Migos. Oh my gosh! Shout and out to the Migos. They popping right now. And Soldier Boy's on his ultimate ignorant shit. He's like, yeah, man, y'all don't forget that I shot somebody when they came in my house and killed them on self-defense. Oh, my Lord. Like, <laughs> 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 
if that don't sound like the biggest OJ Simpson if or when he was writing his book, if I did it, this if is I how did I it, this is how it would go. Like y'all don't forget, he came in my crib. I shot him, so I'm a I'm a gangster. Yeah, he's been posing all these crazy ass pictures with like guns and shit, right? Yeah, man, soldier, man. We talk about so much about Kanye West with his exhaust and shit. Maybe Somebody Soldier Boy's exhausted. Soldier. Yeah, for real. I mean, I think Soldier Boy actually legitimately has some type of mental issue right now. You know what? Just for through. that, I think Soldier Boy and Charlamagne are gonna share Dunce of the Week. You over there giving up yourself, ratting on yourself. Yeah, I think somebody should go check on Soldier Boy, man. I think he might be suffering from uh from lean exhaustion. Yeah, man. And it's um just like you said, coming at Shia LaBeouf talking about he can come, he can come to Atlanta. Uh, see what's gonna happen. He can come to Atlanta. And I like Shia LaBeouf. Pull up, pull up, Shia. Pull I up like on Shia Soldier. LaBeouf's, uh, Response to it, he says, "Soldier Boy's a sweetheart." Yo, shout out to shout Yo out. Savage. Yeah, he don't give two fucks. But yeah, man, um, that boy Soldier, man, we need to definitely pray for him. When you when you got guns on social media and you're talking about, well, don't forget, I shot, somebody. I shot somebody. Self defense. Yo, he wow. Sound like is a, that true though? Can we can, can we fact check no, that? that? Was, that was true. When somebody came inside, he was playing video games. He shot somebody in self defense. Uh, that actually was true. That happened. Uh, beat, with, oh yeah, I think it was him and little Arab was in the house. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember so, this now. So that was that was true. But uh, like I said, man, you know what he sounds like? Uh, he he kind of sounds like uh Kevin Hart during the stand-up special. By myself, one man, pillow, no pillowcase. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, if you don't uh get out of here, man. But shout out, shout out to Soldier Boy, man. Um, and speaking of another artist, kind of related to Soldier Boy, what do you feel about the whole Twenty One Savage Tiger situation? I mean. I'm rooting for 21 Savage because I don't. I have, you know, I have three three beautiful daughters, man. I don't have no respect for a nigga that redshirted a girl for like two years before she was legal, you know. But I think it's hilarious, man, that Tiger's even really like, is even really giving this the time of day. And I think 21 Savage should just keep trolling them. And I, and I, and I think Kylie should just give it up to him. That would be even more funny. Dude, but why are they arguing about Kylie Jenner? Yo, man, that's a very, very, very good investment for whoever can get a get a hold of that. I'm serious, man. It makes absolutely no sense. I mean, do we really care about a 21 Savage Tiger beef? I mean, we particularly don't care. Uh, but you know, should the world care? The like, look, this is what this is what it was. This is this is exactly what it looks like to me, being the outside in and ignorant to the situation. Tiger. Was fucking being a sexual predator on some Chris Hansen shit. Right. And 21 Savage is trying to play Captain Save a Ho. That's exactly what it looked like to me. And I don't think you so savage when you you, you talking about now what he said was funny. Was, yeah, that I would tear his pretty ass up. I thought that was funny. That was hilarious. But to keep it going on and then changing the Instagram photo to her, that's some cornball shit. Yeah, man. that you know, that's 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 some creepy shit. Man, you know, shout out to uh Shout out to uh, Twenty One Savage in that situation. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, you, you still you still on some fuck shit, but you know, whatever. You know, I, there's one topic. I'm not sure if you heard about it. I want to see if you're aware of this. Um, so apparently, Jeremiah and Party Next Door are on tour. Have you heard about this one? No. Nah, what's going on with them? I All like right. Party Next Door. So check this out. So Jeremiah and Party Next Door are actually on tour together. Now, Jeremiah is not headlining the tour. Okay. Party Next Door is headlining. Is this tour? So it's his tour and Jeremiah is just doing his set. Jeremiah is upset 
that he's only getting a 10-minute set when he has more hit records than Party Next Door. And His he, set is only 10 minutes? 10-minute set. And he said that they were fucking with his thing. They, they unplugged his mic when he was on stage because he ran over his time. Why would you even go set. on tour with a nigga if you're only getting 10 minutes? You the fool. Ten, yep, 10 minutes. And you know what's happening. So it's not like you signed the dot and they said you get a 10-minute set. It's not like the shit's just fucking brand new. Like You, you know can't even saying. introduce yourself in 10 minutes. Yeah, I'm straight. Yeah. Yo, they played the hell out of you. Yo, Party he next two door. records and yeah. <laughs> Now coming to the stage. <laughs> now leaving the stage. Now leaving the stage. <laughs> so apparently he's <laughs> mad about this as far as he's very upset about having this record. Here's my issue with it. He went on stage at a show. I think it was in Philly. He went on stage invented to the crowd about how pissed he was about the, the set that he's doing. That was a terrible move. You don't, dog. You, that was a you, sucker move. You fucking with your promotion. You fucking with your headliners. And more importantly, you, you should turn to your promo. You should turn to your manager who's probably right there on stage with you and be like, why the hell did you sign me up for 10 minutes a night? Yeah, and you knew it was happening. So you knew you this sucker. was. You just, yeah. This might I, be the I, first and, ever triple dunce of the week. <laughs> For show, I knew show number 10 was going to be epic when I walked up and saw the sign on the door. Oh, shit. Yo. And the packages <laughs> left outside. Oh, hey, <laughs> let me just put this out here, man. This is a side note, all right? UPS, you savage as fuck, bro. UPS, you on some shit, man. Let I the got, record show that they savage as hell, they yo. Sa- they petty as fuck, man. They, um, I, got, I got a neighbor <laughs> put a sign on her door. Uh, and says, "Yo, leave. Do not leave the pa- basically. Do not leave the package on the doorstep. Put it in this place instead." UPS went ahead and left the package. And on left the doorstep. packages on the doorstep. <laughs> they petty as shit. They might as well have wrote a sign that said, "Fuck you, bitch." Sign UPS and just went on with they. Laid. I hope your packages get stolen. Shout out to you. Jeremiah is acting like his package got left in his doorstep because he's a little butt hurt right now. But, yeah. um, <laughs> but you know what, though? Like, just being real, like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not even a party next door guy. Um, I don't like any. I don't like saturation. Poor Jeremiah, man. I feel so bad for you. I don't feel bad. Then again, I don't feel bad for you. No, I don't feel bad for you. You signed on the contract. You knew what you was getting into. Yo, that you just... But here's what I'm saying. <laughs> but that's the petty ass shit. Ten minutes. Goddamn. <laughs> Yeah, that is that is petty. Shout out to the party next door for being petty, yeah. Like I'm saying, like Jeremiah, I mean, I get that he has more records than party next door. Correct. But are people really gonna be that mad if Jeremiah gets kicked off the bill? No, nah, the OVO t- people, they just wanna no, see party. They just wanna see they just wanna see party and they wanna keep the OVO movement going. So yeah, nah, Jerry, you, you should have just you might have just wanna keep your mouth shut and make sure the check clear every night. Oh yeah, or even do a cold tour. Now like I said, Next time, have your promoters just kind of manage it as like a co-tour. Kind of like uh, when Big Sean went on the tour with J. Cole for the Forest Hills Drive Tour. I mean, it was not It was the Forest Hills Drive Tour, but Big Sean definitely got more than 10 minutes. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I couldn't even imagine what you could do with 10 minutes. Your song is like three minutes long. You're going to want to come out, do like get some crowd interaction. I, 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 look. You know what you do with 10 minutes? What's up, everybody? Thanks for rocking me. Or rocking with me. This Jeremiah takes a sip of water, does birthday sex, take another sip of water. All right, looks like I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Yo, y'all ready for y'all ready for the party yeah, next door? Party next door coming in. <laughs> but you know who else got did like that? Who? Future when he was on tour with Drake. He was, I mean, it wasn't ten minutes. He was only on stage for maybe like thirty minutes, and that was about it. But you know what though? From what I hear, and have you seen Future live? I, I was there. I heard Future's a terrible live performer. It was, and he we really weren't moved. You yeah. Know, so you know, he was one of those performers 
where as he would change records, it would be a real big uh, excitement when the record came on. And then after he did like the first verse, it was like, all right, we're ready for the next record. Yeah, so he's not a great performer. So I don't, I, I can see him doing that because Drake is a great performer. Yeah, yeah, not, he shut it down for sure. Yeah, that's like uh, having like a, just a local MC on the bill with Jay-Z or some shit. Like, you, you know. We just need you to fill the time. Yeah, it definitely just filled the There's time. There's still smoking so. weed in the back. I can see that, but at least he got more than 10 minutes. I mean. I'm I'm really tempted to have the first ever triple. You know, the Dunce's Corner is getting kind of filled, man. It's not even the Dunce's Corner at this point. You're putting them bitches in detention. Detention. It's detention. This is detention. This is the first ever detention. Yeah, they, so, they all in that room together just thinking about what you did, you know. And Jeremiah only got to go minutes. to detention for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he's, out, he's out the door in 10 minutes, man. But, uh, yeah, man, shout out to... Shout out to uh, shout out to Party Man. I did not realize Party was that big, bro. I, I just don't like, like. I said, saturated sounds kill me. And when I hear Party, I think Drake. And if I want to hear Drake, then I'll hear Drake. It's just me. I don't. I don't think you can have too many of the same sounding people in one group. That doesn't really work out too well. But yeah, they making it work. Yeah, they making it work. The check's clearing for now. But you know what's going to end up happening at some point? It shit ain't gonna clear. So uh, Party Next Door is going to end up falling out, especially if he keeps putting out product like he did the last album. But whatever. <laughs> it, it is Shade. what it is. When you only got one single and the rest of the album is trash, you know, fuck it. I guess that's what's going on these days. Hey, man, call it how you see it. One single changed your life. Yeah, it'll change your life, man, like that uh, Kylie Jenner would do to 21 Savage, apparently. But, uh, <laughs> you know, hey, man, you know what? You, I, I know you got the Dungeons Corner, man. Let, let me talk to you. Ch- childish Gambino. Childish, childish, childish. I was so excited for your album. I don't want to hear beats, bro. If I want to hear beats, I go to datpiff.com or some shit. You can charge niggas for instrumentals. Charging them for instrumentals, man. I want to hear your record. I hope J. Cole's record is really good because I was looking forward to the Childish record and it kind of disappointed. Um, well, we'll find out in a matter of, I'm guessing, if he drops it at 12 in a couple of hours, we'll find out. Let me ask you something. Do you think this record will be comparable to 2014 Forest Hills Drive? I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna go on a limb and say, yeah, he he, he had time to cook it up. I, unless unless he's saying that he just woke up one day and put together, you know, ten, eleven, twelve songs, however many he's gonna be, and just put it out. But if this has been something that you know he's been cooking up, and he's just making it, trying to tell us, you know, I'm just dropping this random music. Uh, I think I think it's gonna be. It won't reach that status. I don't think, but I think it'll be comparable. Ah, uh, I don't think so, man. I think the body of work could be just as good. Why not? I can't, I can't see a record that's going to come on this one that's going to be kind of like uh, that one joint. Don't save us. You don't want to yeah. be saved. I, I just can't, but, especially but with see, what he's put out already. I mean, but I'm saying that the quality of music can still be right there. Um, but you may not have something that's that, you know, impactful. I see what you're saying. But I think the quality of music can still be. Oh, yeah, his lyrics should definitely still be there. Uh, but my whole issue with J. Cole back in the days, this is why I couldn't get on that train, was he always had lyrics, but he never really had a, the ability to put a full song together. But that's changed. And that, that has changed the last album, but I'm not sure if he's going back to it. Because my whole beef with J. Cole when he first came out was uh, J. Cole sounds like an underground rapper who actually made it to the mainstream, but he's not better than most underground rappers. That's kind of what my thing was, J. Cole. But his last album was so incredible that I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. So, J. Cole, you'll get my 10, 11, 12 bucks, whatever it is. But uh, just know that uh, if this shit is not good, I expect the refund in full, mail and rebate. I'll send the <laughs> shit back to you if the shit is trash. Because I'm not going to be one of these guys that's going to be like, oh shit, it's real hip-hop, it's J. Cole. No, if the shit's garbage, the shit's garbage. 
It's gonna be garbage with bars. I don't think it'll be. See, yeah, now you just yeah. yeah. I don't think it's gonna be garbage. That's yeah, a strong. See, yeah, I don't yeah think, that's a strong. Yeah, that's that's, that's that's extreme. If it if it ends up being a bad album, I'm gonna let you know. Has he put out a bad album? Yes. Which album do you say was? bad? I thought Sideline Story was a bad album. Bad. <laughs> I thought that album was bad, man. Okay. He, he had like one or two records on that joint that that rocked, and then the rest was just womp 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 womp. Well, yeah, we have to remember, yo, everybody that um, Jay's standards is is really high to to get a good album. So out of, out of twelve cuts, you almost need like ten out of twelve. Not necessarily if the other twelve ain't bad. If it's a terrible record, the other the other few records and that that's it. Look, man, I'm just gonna say this. this is my last thing about the J Cole. J Cole, if you put out trash, see that's still if you so su- tough. Trash. If you surprise me with trash, right? Because it's a surprise album. Nobody wants to be surprised. With surprise trash. with trash. <laughs> I'd be so pissed off if you came to my door like Merry Christmas. He's a fucking bag of recycled cans or whatever. If you surprise me. What trash? I'm gonna have the Culture Academy Army take videos of them throwing, throwing your in shit the trash. In the trash. <laughs> right? Again, I, I'm pretty sure it won't be trash. You could be amazing. You could be good. You could be great. You could be decent, but don't be a bad album. Don't give me another sideline story. Because if you do, I'm making sure that shit's in a lemon scented bag when I send it back to you. So at least something in that trash could smell good. That's hilarious, man. I'm looking forward to it. We're going to find out. The class is going to find out. The world going to find out here soon. I'm expecting a good project. I'm hoping for the best. <laughs> now I'm expecting the worst after Justin laid it out, talking about how it's going to be trash. Now I'm scared to hear the music. I didn't say it's going to be trash. I said I hope it's not trash. I, I think it's going to be a good record. I don't think it's going to be comparable to 24. He got a classic on his hands with that one. And, that's fine. And, that's all you need is one classic. And second of all, I don't want to be a hater, right? Anytime somebody says they don't want to be a hater, they're about to hate. hate. Okay, I'm going to be a hater. <laughs> I'm going to be a hater and just say, as much as I thoroughly enjoyed 2014 Forest Hills Drive, and they said it's the first album with no features, right? First right, album right, right. Platinum with no features. That's a bullshit. He didn't credit a feature because that joint that he had on there, to the windows, to the wall. He was not the motherfucker singing that hook. Oh, Somebody man. else was singing that hook. So you're going to get him on this. You're gonna, so you want to give it hey, an asterisk. Hey, whoever the fuck that guy is, he should have said J. Cole featuring random nigga from the fucking store. I don't care. It was, he featured somebody. So. Oh, man. Yeah. We're getting out of here on I'm, that. I'm out of my soapbox on that we're, one. We're, get, we're getting out of here yeah, on that hateration. It's uh, episode number 10, 1 0. Man, we made it to the double digits, man. Hey, um, I do appreciate everybody rocking with us. Definitely appreciate it. Definitely appreciate everybody who tunes in. Every like, every comment. Thank you. Be a part of the conversation. Instagram uh, at Culture Academy Podcast. You can reach Re at Sakai High Re. You can reach me at J A E underscore D L U X J Deluxe J A E underscore D L U X. Repeat it again. And of course, like always, uh, you can always subscribe to us anywhere. Uh, you know, just stay tuned, man. Episode eleven, we should be rocking. We got a lot of surprises in store for people. Um, very shortly. I know you're excited about a lot of them. Yeah, I'm excited about a lot of stuff that we got cooking up, coming up for y'all. Um, Christmas of, is coming up. Yeah, man. It'll be a gift. Is coming up. A couple of gifts going to be under the tree. Um, so I'm excited. You know. Stay tuned. Exactly. And as always, 
Class dismissed. Yep. Except for y'all in detention, man. Y'all got to state triple dunces. Charlemagne, sit your ass down. Yeah, Jeremiah, Jeremiah. you stay here another 10 minutes, all right? I know you got got a 10-minute limit, so (laughs) time starts now. Yeah, we out of here. Peace. That's hilarious.